Hello, and welcome to Portscast, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh, oh, uh, no. No, this is the only furry podcast that never mentions penises. I'm your host, Portsby, and with me today is my best friend, Luna Starbright. Hi. Hi. That's a, that's a lie, by the way. What? Lied to your you lied to your listeners. I do not lie ever. Mm-hmm. It's true. I I question that. <laughs> question that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Thanks. I'm I'm. Huh? Thanks. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so I I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> it's been. It's been two like, years. You you were on our second episode two years ago. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. Uh, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Older and wiser. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> so, no, I I um, I just remember like being all like super giggly then. I'm still giggly now, but. I, I'm trying to like, I guess, be more professional now. So I'm like, eh. eh as long eh. as we don't mention ice cream cake, <laughs> things will be okay. Well, I know there were like people that were like, "Oh, she laughed too much," or she what? like it was annoying. Nobody like, said that. Yes, it was said. I remember because I'm like, oh no. <laughs> well, they're dumb butts. They're big duty heads. <gasps> Don't say that about. Oh the man, I'm gonna have to put an explicit tag on this episode. So far, why? Because I said duty what? head twice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Gonna have to. Well, yeah, you just said it, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. What he said. Yeah. He said. So. So, Luna, what have you been up to since our? previous episode um well as most people or as many journals as i post uh people may or may not know at least the ones that watch me that um i'm currently going to school for my bachelor's in arts um Mm -hmm. degree and so i'm trying to get that i'm trying to get my teaching certificates which is a little nerve-wracking as a furry, especially one that does pinup work, uh, because I I can only imagine what would happen if they do a background search and then they find all this stuff and then they're like, we have to question you about these these animal tits. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, yeah, about those. <laughs> yeah, so I've been going to school and it's for art and it's actually been very helpful. Um, I took about a three, wait, okay, so there was a spring semester, and I took, I don't know if I took any art this last semester. (gasps) I don't, yeah, I know. You're Uh, you're going around telling the, I'm lying to my listeners. (laughs) Well, no, 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 no. Okay, so you have to do so many art classes, and then you have your your educational classes, and so I'm... I can't quite remember if this last semester, if I had taken art classes or not. I don't think I did. No, it was art history. That's what I took. I took a bunch of art history classes. So um, as of fall of 2012, 
yeah, t- fall of 2012, I took my last art class, which was a bunch of drama because as people may or may not know, if you go to a school that specializes, as far as an arts school, um, well, like I, I go to a, a local university and they separate all the subjects by what are called schools. So schools within the university and the school of art um, or the college of art um, is specifically a fine arts college. And so um, that means that they're looking for people and students that are basically students that are going to do or produce work that will be gallery quality artwork, Uh, which to me is a bunch of drama anyways, because with the art market as it is in fine art, they want to, um, the people that are making all these prices are rich, snooty, white people, like white highbrow men and just people that have the money. I don't know, whatever, but they're making up these prices just to, um, basically make money. And I don't like that. I mean, there's a lot of good art, but I don't think that a jar full of piss with a crucifix in it is where is multi-million, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, which is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I was thinking so about, was... uh, shitting up a toilet and putting it in an art show. And, uh, when people ask me what the symbolism is behind it, I'd be like, uh, you know, white power. <laughs> That's totally Dada. <laughs> I like, <laughs> well, borderline Dada, but anyway, so, um, but, um, yeah, so the str- the struggle with me is, or any person that's an illustrator going into the arts college there, um, is that the teachers, most of the teachers, one, are not knowledgeable in that subject or have experience with the subjects. They're only um, experienced with classic technique. And so uh, you could be an illustrator who has a lot of a lot of fine art techniques as far as like shading or color theory or whatnot but because the subject matter is illustrated they want to basically shit on you yeah and to me that's not cool and i i felt a lot of regret the last semester i took art classes because as far as the the actual studio class um because um I realized that I was, I honestly was probably in the wrong degree. If I would have, I did not know that there was a thing called commercial art as far as like uh, art relating to animation and, you know, various things like that, uh, comics, whatnot. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that was a thing. And so, um, I had to get, I was, it was probably one of my hardest semesters because my painting, uh, three teacher was literally the devil incarnate. Um, she told me when I was working on one of my pieces that uh, illustration has no place in the fine art world, and that it's a basically it's a waste of time and oh, energy. Yeah, and so and it, it was it's my life. Like yeah, that's that's bullshit. Yeah, and so yeah, and so um, you know, and she, she was very knowledgeable in certain techniques and whatnot but it just really it really pissed pissed me off excuse me <laughs> um but uh she it just really upset me because i was getting really excited about the route i was taking with my fine art as far as like what i was wanting to do and uh the combination of techniques 
and um, she just, ooh, she really upset me. Um, yeah. And so, you know, like one of my last paintings, uh, she, you know, I was telling her how upset I was at this class and whatnot. She's like, well, I think you're in the wrong degree. And I'm like, I'm like, if I would have known about commercial art, I probably wouldn't have come to this school. And so, um, but I, I did have a few other really good uh, teachers in my time as far as it, within the studios there. Um, I, if, I, I, I figure we can try and like um, post links to their websites, but. Um, uh, yeah, when, when we put this episode up, look on our blog at portscast.com and I'll put everything up that you want to share. Cool. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if, if, if anybody doesn't want to, like, take the time to actually go to the blog and all that stupidness, <laughs> um, if, if people, cause you know how lazy furries are, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, if, if it's more than one <laughs> click, it's like, uh, I got other uh, shit to do. Yeah. So, if anybody wants to is listening, wants to Google San Antonio Jane Lawrence artist or San Antonio Sarah France artist, um, and France is F R A N T Z, I believe. Um, yeah, um, those artists, uh, those instructors were probably the the two sole people that pulled me through my struggle through that school because they knew what I wanted and they wanted to be able to get me to the point where I needed to be in my work. Um, even though I, I wasn't quite there yet as far as my time with them, but they knew, I, I think I'd like to think that they expect good things for me in the future. If I, if I really mm -hmm. focus on my fine art and, and even combining my techniques with, um, the things I've studied with my furry stuff. And so, um, but they they were just so inspirational for me um and when i when i take my classes uh, i know we kind of talked about this before uh on the side but uh when i sign up for classes or a lot of people at the school will be like oh i got a class with miss so and so they're really good and whatever uh but i'm the kind of person where i'm really selfish and i'm like i don't care who it is uh, if it's before noon, I'm not taking that class <laughs> because I like this thing called sleep. And so I'll, how does sleep happen? Sleep, sleep who? <laughs> well, yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm very spoiled with my sleep. Um, <laughs> so, but, um, so as far I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh yeah. So, um, so I'm really selfish and I'm like, I don't care who the teacher is. Um, you know, I want to take a class during a time that is going to be comfortable for me and I will put up with their shenanigans. And if they're terrible teachers, I don't, I, I'm, I'm one of those people. Okay. Like I know a bunch of people that'll just drop out of a class if they don't like the teacher. And I'm like, okay, so now you have to wait a whole other semester or you have to scramble around trying to find a new instructor that teaches the same class mm -hmm. and then you have to reevaluate your schedule and like redo your schedule. And I'm like, I'd rather just put up with their 
their crap for a semester and get the credit. I'm like, you know, yeah, whatever. So, and I, speaking of teachers, I had really good art history teachers too. That really helped me out a lot. Um, but they're totally not as important <laughs> as the people that have sk- skills. That's so mean. Oh uh, my God. They're skillful. <laughs> whatever. Anyway. So, <laughs> so, uh, but I found out about, uh, before I had Jane, uh, who is my figure drawing instructor, I found out about her at, uh, the faculty show, um, at our school. And let me just say that the instructors at my school are very eclectic. Uh, the piece that I believe Jane had two pieces in the show. And I forget what one of them was, but the other one was called Fuckball. And it was this, this spherical <laughs> form made of nothing but pretty much um, female and male lower torsos and legs uh, nude. And she had, she does, she does work where um, she does like multiple studies, but combines them into one form within her piece. So uh, if anybody goes and looks at it, it, it's very strange. Um, Yes. But I was, I finally, (laughs) I finally was looking at her work. I'm really terrible, you guys. Like, I am really bad at actually looking at people's work. I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. That's great. You know, I talk to them and they give me advice and whatever. But I'm really bad at, like, going back and looking at what they know and stuff. And so I was looking at Jane's work. And I nearly, like, shit a brick because I did not know that she did sculpture. She has a tab that I believe is called clothing line or clothing something under her sculptures or whatever, wherever. You'll, fa- you'll find it. But yeah. uh, she has one piece where it is a racing jacket made of uh, camel cigarette boxes. Yeah, it's she, pretty she, awesome. Yeah, like, and then it's she killer. has, like, a, she made, like, she made like a dress of like stained glass and it, it just, I, I'm proud to say that she was one of my teachers and she really like, she, she knew where I was coming from. She understood my frustrations. She tried to work with me. And the thing that I loved about her and, and Sarah was that they, unlike the other, te- a lot of the, the instructors at the school, uh, would try to push you or mold you into what they wanted. They weren't willing to try and help you be what you wanted. And Sarah and Jane were the two, two of the people that were willing to, to use the knowledge that they learned and the skills that they acquired and help develop what I had or what we wanted and would direct us in that yeah. path other than you should do this instead. Which is really what our teachers should do. Yes. And so, well, and that's, that's the problem is because it's a fine arts school. So we can't yeah. be, you know, feeding the mentality of illustration because that's not fine art. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just had a constant struggle. <laughs> and so it was just, it was just really frustrating, but I, I'm through with all the studio classes. I don't have to worry about it again. I just have like two more semesters of teaching classes and, or my, my internships and I will, hopefully have my degree and be able to teach, which 
I'm still very nervous about. I don't even know. It's, it's just that's a whole different subject. We'll just say I'm really nervous about this generation, like the, the youth of this generation and, and education and getting kids to want to go to school. And it, especially in Texas, like guys, I'm from Texas and like the education system here is just all sorts of jacked yeah, up. Um, out of whack. <laughs> yeah. So one of, one of the big things is um standardized testing. And so it's just curriculum around making sure that the kids know what's going to be on these standardized tests. And it's just like, it shouldn't be about that. It should be about teaching what's, what's going to be fun and educational for kids and, and educate in a fun way, not uh, chug and plug where we're going to make them memorize what this, what these vocabulary terms are. And it's just uh, learning to me should be fun. It should be, you know, a fun experience and, and, all of my all of my favorite teachers that I ever had in school were the the ones who who really nurtured you and really had fun mm-hmm. with you and yeah. weren't just like hammering out like 1492 1776 uh yeah pi 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 is 3.141595 <laughs> yeah and so but yeah like Jane Lawrence and Sarah France uh I highly doubt they will ever listen in, but if they do hear this, like, I want to thank you guys, like, so much for what y'all did to me. <laughs> I'm, like, trying not to cry right now. <laughs> uh, I'm getting all emotional, but they they really are amazing people. Like, their art's a little out there, but, like, they're great people. And as far as, like, Sarah, um, she's got really awesome art where um, her the biggest thing that I know her for that I finally looked into, which I knew about, because uh, she would show, she actually showed us her work when I took her classes. Um, but she did. Um, she's known for these drawings where she'll she'll do very large uh, paper scale uh, drawings, uh, but the actual subject matter is very small. Um, there's one image on Sarah's website uh, under her drawings, and it shows it's a side by side comparison of how small these drawings are and. She did these pencil drawings of RV trailers, and it's right next to a penny. So um, it's just it is to, to show that how small and intricate she does she gets with her pencil work. But what she'll do, her subject matter is that um, like she'll she'll either have one of two one of two things, and it's. Uh, she will either draw, she'll go out in these little towns in Texas. Um, she also has somewhere, I, if I remember correctly, she was interning or doing like an internship or a study abroad in like Iceland or Greenland or probably Iceland, I think. I'm, I can't quite remember though. It was probably uh, Iceland because Greenland yeah, is just a barren, I, I yeah. a barren I, I, snow uh, wasteland. But I, it was that or some Norwegian, I can't remember. Uh, but Scandinavian, excuse me. Um, but uh, so, but she'll go out in these little towns or into an area where she can get the landscape and the, you know, all the buildings and stuff. And she will either intricately draw the the flora and so anything that's nature based, she'll draw. And she will not draw in the buildings. So it'll be mm-hmm. these just white empty spaces it's a really cool stark contrast with these drawings too it's it's like a landscape with this big old white block where a building or a man-made structure was and she she does it very in like the 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 absence is really detailed too so it's not just like 
a generic house. It's like you got smokestacks and mm-hmm. gutters and like you know X, Y, and Z buildings and, and RVs and stuff. Yeah. So she'll she'll do that, or she switches it to where she intricately draws all the buildings, but she won't do anything else. Or so it's so it's either she will draw anything that's natural, or sh- and leave the opposite empty. Or she will switch it to where she will draw all the man-made stuff and then leave all of the the flora and natural stuff missing. Uh, she has other works too, but I, I really love that. And my my friends actually told me about her her stuff when she was um, when she was in college. And she actually, I I have not found this work. Um, I would like to, but uh, she was really into uh like video game art and stuff like Mario and all this stuff. So she's doing paintings, but (laughs) my friend was saying how she said that when she, she did the sculpture that was this. Okay. So, you know, like the track tubes for like hamsters, Mm -hmm. she made this giant, like monolithic track tubes sculpture and she put Hmm. it out in her backyard and squirrels would go into these on their own. (laughs) <laughs> and so so the whole like point was to watch these squirrels pretty much interact with this for the first time cuz and it like I just imagine that and I'm like good lord it's me like <laughs> I, something that sounds like something I would do yeah uh, so but they they were a big help with me and um I learned quite a bit um this last semester which was the spring I wasn't taking any art classes I actually wasn't really drawing at all so in theory I haven't been drawing since well let's say furry fiesta so february like march into february uh and so like i just haven't been drawing like at all like i doodle every once in a while but i haven't really picked up a tablet pen or pen and paper or anything and so however i oh excuse me i'm trying not to burp (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's okay i can edit it out (laughs) or leave it Uh, in Depending on how right, awesome it's whatever, it is, you know, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, guys, if you knew me, if only you knew, like I am just the the raunchiest person. <laughs> no, you're demure. <laughs> no, no, you poor sad soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I haven't been drawing, and so, but in the meantime, I have been. Um, I do study, and I just observe art um <laughs> which people may like you can look at a picture on fur if it like i know there's a furry podcast so yes it is in relation to that um <laughs> really yeah no idea oh yeah by the um, way if you're just tuning in <laughs> <laughs> so um but in reference to like furry art like if you watch someone that you know if somebody who's really got a good handle on anatomy or is producing really good reference material. Um, if you study that along with actual human figure, uh, it and, and you, for me, I already had somewhat of a skill level. Like I've been drawing since I was like thirteen. Yeah. Um, seriously, at least, um, and you know, the stuff I make now is nowhere near, obviously middle school quality work but i mean like that's when i really started taking it seriously was middle school and um you know, so i have i have the experience at least as far as someone that hasn't ever drawn 
or thinks that they can't draw, um, which is not true. Anyone that's listening thinks that, you know, if they want to do art, but they can't, that's don't even like beat yourself up. Like you just have to remember you have to practice and yeah, that you just, you got to make that first step. You got to get out there. You got to start drawing. It doesn't even matter what you're drawing. Just the thing I, the thing I tell people is for every one good drawing, you will have a hundred terrible ones. Exactly. And it sucks, but that's, but all of art. those bad <laughs> things, those bad experiences, they, well, they help you uh, along until you get into the the good experiences. Oh man, me and Ports could tell you guys about the crappy things we've drawn in like OC oh sessions. And we're just like, nope, 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 erase this, nope, just. And then we're like, no, no, you should you should build <laughs> off that. And like, nope, nope, it's nope. gone, it's gone from the history. It's yeah, erased I'll, from. The I'll books. start drawing something I'm like, nope, delete yeah. key. <laughs> um, but uh, so. Yeah, you know, Anyways. guys, we we have bad ex- bad things too all the time. Everybody does. Nobody is perfect. I know it's cliche to say that, but it's it's fucking true. It's true. It's it's really true. And like the more you accept it and just don't let it pull you down, the the more forward you will move. Um but it, but like I was saying, I I've been studying. In the meantime, I do study um I know it's kind of I guess it kind of sounds terrible. I, I really don't know. I think it's a great resource tool, but I get a lot of my references from Tumblr.com. Uh, I know that that can well, be a touchy hey, subject know, for I, some people. I do too sometimes, especially recently. Hey, they've got there's some really good there's stuff There's a lot there. of reference material you can yes. pull off of Tumblr. And yeah, so, uh, and, and even like, I, I, cliche, but DeviantArt. Like, I, I find some really good stuff everywhere I go as far as art sites. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if, if you're looking to, um, if you're looking to improve your skill on something, uh, whether it is, um, like trying to draw clothing more or wrinkles in a, in a jacket or whatever, get an actual fucking jacket or some boots or pictures of boots exactly, and just study them. And j- like, what I do, honestly, like, say I want to learn how to draw high heels, because I can't fucking draw feet and high heels. So, like, guys, I don't know if you ever noticed, I can't draw hands for shit. So, I <laughs> have been trying you so hard. You can draw hands. Well, I'm getting there. But, <laughs> anyways, um, I think for my level, I think my, my feet and my hands are, suck. I'm getting a lot better, but there still could be a lot more done to it for me. Um so just look at your hands. Like, don't draw anything. Just look. Flex your hand. And the the this is my advice. Like, I even wrote I wrote down on this note card. Uh, <laughs> she came prepared, everybody. Yeah, I I was like, I'm going to be professional about this. Um, no, but the things <laughs> that I can tell people, even beginners, the people that really want to get into this. Um, this is one of the big things that helped me with figure drawing um, because I think a lot of people get too wrapped up in the mental side of art. What is like thinking about what something looks like, but not really looking at the item and, and replicating it like in, in most still life drawing sessions, teacher will put up a number of items, uh, a chair, uh, 
being in Texas, we had stereotypically like cowboy boot and like a horseshoe, a, a cow skull or, you know, cattle skull, um, you know, plants and books and you know, they would set up these big elaborate still lives. And the thing is, is you get so caught up, you look at the still life and you go, oh, that's a chair. So you just start drawing a chair and use it as reference. But stop and put the pencil down and really just look. Like, take five, maybe not five minutes, but because, you know, when, when you're in a still life session, you only got like 30 minutes, or de- depending on the teacher, but or the exercise. It just even. take a short amount of time. But take a short amount of time, and this is even, even like if you're wanting to just practice at home on getting better at anatomy or clothing or backgrounds or, you know, whatever. Take time to just look and observe and look for the things you don't think you would ever look for. When I took figure drawing, Jane pointed out to me all these things that I would have overlooked easily. Um, Honestly, if, if if people are looking into improving their anatomy skills, look into getting either a, a really good uh, medical um, anatomy book. Um, the, the issue with a lot of... I've looked into a lot of an artist anatomy books, and the only really good one I've found so far is... Um, I can't remember the name of it. I'll, I'll see about looking it up, and we can post it at the, in yeah, the blog yeah. or whatever. But... Um, the issue with it is they have uh, actual photos of the models in this book, but the the muscle structures and the veins and all these things that uh, they want to show are artist renditions. They're not actual photos, which the thing is, is like there's going to be a difference between, you know, a regular illustrator's interpretation or an actual medical grade book illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but find a really good uh, reference, essentially. Yep. And, I mean, um, you don't even have to buy this stuff. There is something so, called yeah. a library. So, yeah, It's even, free. Even <laughs> I, I am guilty of this. I go to Barnes & Noble, and I look, and I took my damn iPhone, and I took pictures <laughs> from inside the books. Well, so, that's one you know, way of doing it. Yeah, I, and- I don't. <laughs> you d- I don't condone happened. this behavior. Yeah, but you know, for the sake of art, <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and you know, most um, libraries have a copy machine, so you can take ex- copies exactly. of the books there too. Just study. Like you don't even have to draw it, but if you just really, yeah, really study something, really, really just study the shapes and the the form that the, things take. <laughs> The, the thing that um, she would point out to me that I would never notice is how skin rolls on a person over muscle structures. We had this one model. Um, in, in the time that, we, uh, that I had figure drawing, we had, I believe, we actually had a really... Jane helped us out a lot because... Uh, from what I heard from several friends, they would only have like two models to draw from. And it was this one lady named, well, I'll leave the name out, but it was this one older woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe it was a male or it was one other woman. I'm not sure, but basically the same people all the time for them. And so it got really boring because the whole point of figure drawing is to 
really study these different figures. But with with my class, we had like I want to say a good five or six models throughout the semester. Uh, very first model was this this older, larger man, and I was fascinated by him. Uh, I know it sounds really weird, but um, <laughs> profession professionally, he was built like a brick house, like strong man, but he had a gut. But he was, it wasn't like super flabby, like he was fat. He was just thick. Mm-hmm. And this man had such a combination of like such stiff lines in him, but curves. And so like, just, and that's the thing is like, you can look at pictures all you want. You can look at drawings, but it will never be the same as looking at the actual thing in front of you. Um, it was actually awkward, not for me because I never had this person as a, as a peer, but we actually had, uh, someone who was a past student, like only had just graduated a semester ago and he had become a model. So like a few of my friends were like, Oh, okay. That's so how does it feel to be drawn? So-and-so. And I'm like, I don't care. I never had him and I really don't give a shit about him. So it's whatever. Um, yeah. but you know, the first day of actual class, we were drawing a model and it was so awkward for me because I am not the kind of person, like as much as I draw inappropriate stuff, I was raised very modest. Um, sex is a big, like uncomfortable, embarrassing topic for me and not just sex, but like the human body and and nudity and stuff like that. And so, uh, to have this naked man in front of you, it just makes like for my situation, it just made me stop, and I was just like, "Okay, he's naked. <laughs> okay, it's time to draw. I'm running out of time." So, like, because the timer starts, and it's like you only got so much time to finish your drawing, and their teachers walking around wanting to see what you'd have. So, uh, but but she would point out, like, I'd start drawing, and I I was very. Uh, they teach you a method uh, where you hold your charcoal very. Uh, perpendicular and flat and parallel and so that way you can get these lines and then go back and do the curves and things of that nature um but it's only really good in uh architecture work but i'm drawing really stiff and the teacher would point out when i was shading and stuff you know don't forget about here i'm like what the hell is she talking about because you you look you look at someone or the object but you don't really look. You just, you, your brain takes over and says, this is what you think it looks like. But you're not really stopping and looking and taking in the information. Yeah. Your brain then- is built to see objects as a whole. And yeah. you really should be focusing on, on minute details around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Especially in anatomy or still life. Just to make sure that you get every detail just just right. We had a uh, pregnant model. Mm-hmm. Like, very pregnant. Like, was about to burst pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, like, the difference that a pregnant model has uh, in their stomach. Like, just how, like, the body stretches. And this, how the skin uh, changes. In, in not only color, uh but how the muscle structure changes as far as like how it's stretched. And you would have never thought that 
there would be these lines and these curves and, and things within this form. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I drew the one male younger, the peer, there was at one point, I, I'm fascinated with backs. Um, personally, backs, feet, anything that like I don't really pay attention to. So backs, feet, hands, uh, facial things like noses or ears or eyes, things like really things that get looked over a lot, in my opinion. Uh, and so that, and it's just a lot safer to draw someone's back than the front <laughs> and you have to deal with. Yeah. So, Oh, we got it. Uh, this and, guy and please was, don't mention it because we, we don't mention <laughs> that kind of thing here. Crotular region. <laughs> That's dangerously <laughs> close to what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a minute here. Don't. Don't you do it. <laughs> we can go one episode without saying it. We can do this. Okay. No, well, you technically said it at the Shh. beginning. Shh. <laughs> okay. But anyways, <laughs> uh, the shadows, because like the way the studio was set up, we had like this really dramatic lighting. And so like the way that the light would cascade on someone and then like parts of their body would be in shadow and get you to really see the muscle and skeletal structure underneath the skin was just, it really made you have to think. And that's the thing is like, you have to, you have to have this harmony of when you just go for it. And when you really need to think about the way anatomy works, uh, with a lot of really good illustrators, you have to me, in my opinion, they have to really know their anatomy, but at the same time, once they really know their anatomy, they can play with it a little bit more. Exactly. You you should learn anatomy first, and then after that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of the best artists are not photorealistic with their anatomy. No. They they mm-hmm. play with it. They change the the muscular stru- structure of like a calf muscle or or forearm or something, and really just kind of exaggerate that sort of thing to, and and it gives it some really dynamic uh word that I can't come up with right elements. now <laughs> elements it gives yeah, you these a- dynamic elements and and then it's not just a boring naked person yeah <laughs> anybody can draw a boring naked person yeah the best people can draw dynamic interesting naked people is this is the next thing that I've really learned to try and um, just keep in mind, like one of my mental things. Gravity exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, so remember that skin sags. If you're fat, it sags. If you, if a character is fat, it sags. Uh, so just remember, like if you have an athletic character, like, they're not going to have, like, a saggy ass. Like, they're probably going to have a perky butt, mm-hmm. realistically. It, it's just something to keep in mind. Like, if you, if you start getting into drawing, like, just remember that gravity exists. And depending on the character that you have, try and remember that whatever body type they're going to be, things are going to be different. For instance, like, okay, so pregnant women, they've got freaking legs of steel. You just gained a bunch of weight you got to carry around. Uh, 
their backs are going to be killing them because of their structure at that point, because they've all of their, their gravity and their weight is in their core, which is pulling them down. So they're, they've got these really strong feet and all of the, the muscles and the blood rushes to there to try and like tighten it up to make sure that it's, it's got the strength to hold them up. And so if you're going to draw a nude of a, a pregnant woman, you know, or, or even say your character's barefoot, I don't know, whatever, but even their legs, their legs are going to be strong looking, but just remember that depending on how you draw this character, you have to remember these things and keep in mind, you know, like how the body works and things like that. And I don't care what kind of furry art you draw. <laughs> that Like, I just, I can't, like, the more I've learned about the body and really just studying stuff, uh, whenever I see these really unrealistic, like, forms, I'm just like, I can't. Did you look at a person? Did you? And I'm not talking about like silly cartoon doodles with like noodly arms. I'm talking like people that are actually wanting to try and draw human figures. And then it's like, you just look at it and you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, you look at it and there's like something wrong here. I mean, here. I can't they gotta start it. somewhere. I I don't want to sound like I'm bashing. It's yeah, just like, we're we're not trying to bash. We just. No. There's just some people that get away with it, and it, it like, I, I watch a, f- there's a few people I know, and they're, like, very well known on, on F.A., and they've got a lot of recognition, and I'm just looking at their art, and I'm like, why? Why do you have so many followers and, and favorites and watches and, meh? Well, and in the end, art is subjective. A lot of people will like things that a lot of people won't like. Yeah. It's just inherent in the genre. Yeah. Um, and then my last, one of my last tips, uh, I caught, caught, I, um, learned or really just, uh, what's the word? Um, gleaned? No, it's like adapted to, I don't know, like I started using, I guess, whatever. Okay. I started using this technique. Uh, that I picked up in my drawing two, yeah, my drawing two class, and I had no idea how big of an impact this would be. If you're going to use traditional medium, and maybe not even traditional medium, if you want to start getting into digital work, try not ever using the color black. They will give you so much shit in painting class if you use black from the tube. (laughs) <laughs> if you don't mix your own black, you'll get so much crap. But I'm going to tell you something. You start getting into traditional mediums like that. Try just putting, like, hiding your black colored pencil or whatever. Like, hide it somewhere. Like, don't use it. And replace the the idea of black with several different colors. So uh, mm-hmm. I have a picture I'm going to try and link um, in the blog, okay. uh, which is a perfect example. Uh, I had to draw, uh, do a color drawing of these two hippo, uh, toys from Ikea. And the teacher told me, don't, don't use black. And I'm like, all right. So it was like a challenge. And I replaced black with, uh, 
normally it's it's like a dark brown, like I'm terrible with names, burnt sienna, whatever the hell it's called, burn umber, whatever. <laughs> just a dark brown. See, I'm very like the the whole like they want to like gender roll stuff. I'm very male about my colors. Just dark mm. brown and dark blue. Like there, there's know. red and blue, yeah. and yeah. that's it. Just get a really, really dark blue and a really, really dark brown, maybe even a purple. Mm -hmm. Just get adventurous and try it out. And trust me, like, the results are amazing. Like, I was so proud of myself. And if you try this, like, I can understand, you know, if you're a a line work artist, like most, like a lot of illustrators, they want to do their Mm -hmm. their line work in black. That's fine. I understand that. But, like, as far as coloring... Really start to look into color theory. I've been in school uh, for art uh, since the end of 2008, 2000, started 2009. So I, I've been really understanding like the terminology and getting to understand color theory and the color wheel and how color works. If you have a problem understanding what I'm talking about... Um, <laughs> One of the good sites I suggest is like artencyclopedia.com or art arclopedia or whatever the hell it is. Um, but it, it has, it's nothing but terms and it can explain these art terms, but there's plenty of resources out there. Just basically look into color theory and the idea of understanding how colors have temperature and how that can change the mood and how saturated a color is or unsaturated a color is will change the dynamic of a picture. All of these things will improve your art drastically. Um, I know that it did for me and I don't, I'm still trying to get used to it. I'm just like these little tiny things. If you try and remember, and it sounds like a lot, but after a while, if you practice it and everything, like it really honestly mm-hmm. does. And, and be lot. sure to practice one step at a time, baby steps. Yeah, baby. Yeah, don't like don't don't, don't take everything yourself. that we've just discussed in this episode and yeah, try to smash like, it all little, at once. These are little tips. Like this takes time. Like I, I like I said, I've been in school, at least college for art since you know to the end of two thousand eight, and it's two thousand and thirteen. So I mean, like I've really been trying to study like as much as I can. Like if I'm not drawing, I'm looking at art sites. I'm looking at references. I'm looking at all these things. Um, so just just keep in mind there there are all these things that are really helpful uh, for you future artists or current artists out there. Um, and I guess if you have any questions, uh, we can link me at the end or whatever, and I can try and explain further through email or words or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, uh, just on the blog at portscast.com, you can even send me an email at portscast at gmail dot com. And I can relay that question back and forth. And, you know, I'm always open to, to give advice. <laughs> even though I'm really He's bad at words. At I'm and I'm not good at it. Then you take the pen and you do it and the thing and hold it and, and then it makes your, your claw, your claw make method. thing go. And it goes round in circles. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, so that's as far as, like, I can talk about art. Uh, at least the things that I've learned. Um, I've been uh, involving myself in other ventures, um, which is why I haven't been so much in the art, and that is cosplay, as 
two years ago, if whoever's listening, if you've listened in on that in my previous episode, no, I was involved then, but I'm just as involved now. And I'm finally, finally getting my cosplay troupe up and running, um, in a more professional venture, um, which is second, second strike cosplay. Uh, you can read up on our, uh, troupe, a Tumblr, we have a Twitter and we have Facebook, which we'll link at the end. Um, but we're, we're trying to get ready for a local con, uh, which me and two of the members are going as Skullgirl characters. Uh, not main, uh, Skullgirls is a, um, it's a, fighting a video game. game. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, uh, yeah, so we're going as two, excuse me, we're, God damn it. <laughs> three, three of us, three of us are going as, um, skull world characters, minor characters, um, slash Kickstarter characters, uh, or background characters. Um, and so we've been putting a lot of time in that. And I have also started, uh, the venture of fursuit making again. I, um, we don't talk about the first one. Which I have a picture of on my fur affinity, but that that actually doesn't exist. That's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> um, I have since then. I have not touched fursuits until recently. I have been studying tutorials and lessons and techniques and just everything under the sun for that amount of time. I picked up and and just improving my skills in in technical work as far as sewing and, and crafts and stuff crafting um yeah or construction i should say um with materials so my my friend uh had contacted me and said you know i bought he had he had bought a or a bid whatever on a uh Dream Vision, or I believe it's Mono Yasha, if I'm not mistaken, but um, a resin blank that they had um, used in a um, panel at TFF this last year, I believe. Uh, it was a moving resin jaw uh, with with eyes and a fan in it and, and silicon tongue and all these nifty doodads, and I'm like, this is really neat. Uh, and so we had come up with a deal where I was going to finish the outfit for him. And I've been getting so much good recognition in the local community. I like if, if I have any local furries that are listening in, I, I want to thank you all for your interest and, and love and everything that's been going on. Um, I may not hang out a lot, but y'all are a really big help for me and, I just I love the outpour of love I've been getting on like people's comments and and the progress. I hadn't been working on it for a while because of all these other um con outfits I've been having to work on uh as well as certain projects here and there. And my friend had come to me and he's like, "Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people are asking if my suit is done because they have noticed there because we have a local uh Facebook group." And they were like, Oh well, they're asking if the suit's done because uh, we haven't we haven't been seeing any pictures uploaded. So is the <laughs> is it done? And you know, like I had stopped at like the head because uh, I had to use my my styrofoam uh, my styrofoam head for another project. 
And so I had to put his costume on the back burner and everybody apparent, well, not like everybody, but there were a lot of people in the community asking him like, is it done yet? Like, you know, they, they wanted to see these pictures and they wanted to see the suit all together. And, but like, as I made like the, the bodysuit and then the tail and, and then the feet and everybody was like flipping their shit. Like, Oh man, this is looking so good. Cause they didn't have any proof. They, it was like, I had to sit back and tell people, trust me, it will look good. And they're, it's, it's hard to just say it to someone like, trust me because like, if they don't know you, they're gonna be like, well, yeah, right. They're just saying that. Yeah. So once I started posting pictures, they were like, Oh, well shit. Like <laughs> she was right. Uh, and, and so you're doing awesome work, by the way. Thank you. I'm so really liking I, all the, the words, the, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff with the things. Uh, I'm really liking all the progress shots you've been sharing with me. Thank you. Um, I'm I'm really, I'm just really happy that uh, I was given the opportunity. And so, um, speaking of which, uh, I might as well say this now, which. I guess we'll repeat at the end. Um, I am considering, um, I think we'll just, we'll put it in word form. So it's more official, but, uh, I'm considering for this episode, uh, whoever contacts me first as interested in a fursuit or a partial suit, uh, probably more realistically a full suit, but I, I'm still can, I'm still contemplating it. Uh, whoever the first three people, that contact me with the the code I'm going to post uh, will get a discount of more than likely seventy five to a hundred dollar discount, which for me is a big deal. Um, and and it that's honestly a big help because honestly my suits are very inexpensive anyways. Um, most full suits from me are under a thousand dollars, which is a big savings right there. Like, I don't know if you've looked into suits, but, um, yeah, a full suit, <laughs> a, a full suit, a full suit for under a thousand dollars is a steal. Um, definitely especially, from someone talented like yourself. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, but, um, I will get with ports of B and we'll put it on the blog or on, um, his FA or we'll figure it out. But, uh, if you are interested, a code will be posted, and the first three people that contact me and put in a their first uh, down payment, because that's the only official way I can get get it for sure, to know I can give the discount, uh, will get seventy five to one hundred dollars off of their price or their quote. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, other than that, I just, I've been really, really trying to get into fursuits. Um, I don't, I don't know if you'd want to tell your viewers about what we have planned for TFF <laughs> as far as, as suits. Well, I've always been contemplating uh, wearing a fursuit because I always thought it, it was a fun idea. So by... By uh, next year's furry fiesta, I might be running around in some sort of fur suit with Luna, and uh, it'll be fun. I'm sure it will. Yeah, <laughs> you're like shifty oh. eyes, uh. <laughs> and you're you're yiffy fox tail. <laughs> yes, Ports, at, has, at, Ports has this tail. At furry fiesta, I bought me, I bought a tail. 
shocked the hell out of me and a few other people. Uh, he bought this regular old, you know, uh, tail with belt loops to put it on. <laughs> and he walks up. I'm sitting at my table, and and we normally sit next to one another, like table table side. And he comes back with this this damn orange tail. And I'm like, I look at him, and he's holding it, and he's looking at me. And I'm just staring at him, and then I look at the tail, and I look back at him, and I'm like, you did not buy a tail. And he looks at me, <laughs> takes the end of the tail, where the, the little white spotch, splotchy part is, squeezes it, and it has a goddamn squeaker <laughs> in the end of it. So he's like, ear, ear, and I'm like, Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for fucking sake, Quartz. And, oh, jeez, that was my mic, sorry. <laughs> but he's, I was like, for fuck's sake, man, really? <laughs> oh, a of squeaker? And he's just, he squeaks it again, and he's fucking laughing his ass off. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was speechless, because <laughs> to me, you are not the kind of person that I would expect that from. Mm. He just showed me the tail, and he walking around with it, and just like enjoying wearing this tail. And I'm just looking at him like, <laughs> "You've changed, man. You, you've changed." I've seen some <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm like the one person at furry cons where I'm just like, "Where's the booze?" Like, like I, it's just I just want to go to have fun and draw and catch up with people. That's but, the best part of like, furry conventions. Like, I'm the conventions. worst furry of the fur- Like, I, I enjoy the art, and I like making fursuits. But, like, I, like, the way that I was, like, brought up around furries, or at least, like, getting to know them in the community, just, they're, f- some of them are just nuts, man. Like, I just don't know where they're coming from. And so, like, to me, that was what furries were with these crazy motherfuckers. And I was just, like... No, like, I can't, I'm not a furry. Like, no. Like, I'm, like, vanilla. Like, if anything, I'm, like, <laughs> like toes in the water sort of thing. Like, and there's some people that are, you know, in the deep end. That's, some inch- that's such a small part of the furry fandom. I know that now. Now, you know that now. But it's just, like, well, still kind of am. I'm just, like, I don't know. <laughs> am I really? Like, everyone's, like, yes, Luda, you're a furry. I'm, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I guess I officially have not come out of the furry closet yet. Officially. <laughs> so, but you have been on the furry podcast twice. I I have, <laughs> and uh, I do have an FA mm-hmm. and draw porn. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I hope my mom doesn't find this. That's like, oh, <laughs> mommy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to, and, uh, planning some big things for TFF, um, Mm -hmm. which I want to talk to you about some things, but not on the podcast, because I want to keep you guys, you listeners, in some suspense, (laughs) uh, which Ports is actually, as far as I know, is, uh, looking into doing some secret things. Maybe not so secret things for the future in mm-hmm. sales. I, I did it. sort of allude to it on my last episode, but... Yeah, so... But, uh... 
we've we've got some things planned, and um, as far as furry stuff, I like uh, if anybody watch anybody that does not watch me is is listening in. You're missing I out. Just, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I. Just posted a bunch of pictures, uh, which it was a three day process. Like I was, I was like, I'm on a roll. I am in the zone. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to draw, and then I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to wake up and eat, and I'm going to draw. And it was literally like a three day process of these drawings. But I drew. Uh, Ports's characters pulled me out of my hiatus essentially, and I drew all of his characters for the exception of. Uh, ports himself mm-hmm. and I drew each of the girls and Logan and I I personally am very proud of what was yeah. produced from me um, I may have and, a personal and, bias but these <laughs> drawings are amazing and I <laughs> you're just so generous and I loved it so much it, it really cheered me up but I let me let me say this much. Like I'm still in shock. Um, I posted the images. Uh, I posted a, a big file of all of them together, and uh, it was a small format on FA, so you couldn't really appreciate the the drawings. Like it was just like small enough to see this, like what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I posted six of my favorites. Out of the ones that I did draw. And then, you know, I was getting, you know, watch here, watch there, you know, favorites here, favorites there. And I'm like, man, I'm getting so many, like, I'm getting so much recognition. (laughs) Excuse me. And (laughs) I'm getting so much recognition. And then Ports does the most awesome thing, which is like the smallest gesture. He posts a journal saying, if you're not watching me as Luna, if you're not watching Luna... You should be. Look at all these pictures. They drew every single one of my characters. And that was when, like, I don't want to say the shit hit the fan because it was good. So it was like when the cupcakes hit the fan. I don't know. <laughs> but let me tell you, I was overwhelmed by the sheer number of watches. that, And it went on for, like, two days. Two freaking days I was getting... Watch after watch after watch after watch. Favorite after favorite after favorite. And I'm like, where are you people coming from? And so I just finally, like, I posted a journal. I'm like, thank you so much, everybody. I hope to be posting more. And I'm I'm still overwhelmed by, you know, everybody coming in. And, and even, like, some of the, like, there's not very many people that commented. But, like, I know someone on your journal was like, their art's amazing. I'm going to go watch right now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Smoke Scale almost made me cry. Yeah, if he's if he's listening in, uh, nearly made me cry because they were like, "This is one reason I watch them is like the sheer generosity and like the fact that they post random gifts for their friends." And I was just like, "I'm like, guys, it's because I'm not creative. I'm just like, give me a character (laughs) and I'll draw it. Like, I I have to be told what to draw. Like, it's just like I'm like me and Porus were were uh, we were on OC the other night." And uh, open canvas, and I decided to play with Luna's design a bit, and I replaced the flesh part of her, the fleshy colors, with lime green, and I'm not going back. Like I am, <laughs> I'm pretty adamant. Once you go lime her. green, you don't go back. I share truce all the way. Like I am just, 
I, I, I even like Ports was laughing about it. I'm like, what? I'm just sitting here looking at it, like, and I'm just like, why didn't I think of this before? <laughs> why did I not think to put lime green in her ears? And it, it stuck, and it, it really, I feel like embodies me a little bit more because I'm not, like, I, I, I've always wanted like a monstery character, not so much like typical like animal yeah. character. And so, like, I think that was a good balance of furry, like, animals I like, but also the non-traditional um, coloration and stuff. So I was very happy with the results, and um, I will probably post that and make a reference now, because now it has to be done. <laughs> uh, but it was very um, happy with the results of that. and But it, it was one of those things where, like, I would have never thought that. Like, it took me... Uh, pretty much, uh, Jesus, how long have I had her? Um, since, well, furry version, at least junior year of high school, which was like 2000 and, let's see, 2006 to 2007. Mm -hmm. So at least seven years, six or seven years I've had her and I never thought to play around with her colors or markings or anything. It's pretty much the same thing. It's been since I've had her and took me that long to, to try something new and I was just like oh <laughs> heavens <laughs> opened up and is is brilliant so mm -hmm. it was but that that's that's a terrible thing about me is I'm so bad at like it's either I come up with the weirdest damn characters in my mind stereotypical characters or I just draw people's awesome characters and probably get more recognition because <laughs> let, let, i'm sorry that drawing of nail <laughs> i am so proud of that drawing like listeners like if you're gonna look at any of them like please go look at nail like i know that everybody else likes nail but oh my god i am so happy with that drawing. <laughs> that that pose looks so simple but it it was so, like, painstakingly hard to get what yeah. I wanted with that. So I was very happy with the result. Mm -hmm. So. So was I. <laughs> well, I already no. said that. No, never. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, okay. So that's what you've been up to for the last two years. <laughs> We're all caught up. That now. was <laughs> listeners. Oh, Jesus, this is history. This is history in the making. That was the <laughs> longest answer to a question I've ever asked of this podcast. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kicking no, my it's feet. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I kind of felt. I'm like, I, I pretty much covered everything. Um. <laughs> Shorthand, no, no, uh, shorthand, TLDR, version. uh, college fursuits, uh, six month hiatus equals good art coming from six month hiatus, uh, when returning, um, cosplay, second strike, cosplay, um, <laughs> if you want a fursuit from me, possible discount. Yes, um, and we'll have all of that detailed out by the time this episode Airs. Um, but other than that, uh, 
yeah, so that's what I've been up to for awesome. two years and, and what I've developed as an artist and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm glad that you uh, kind of went into the uh, cud. <laughs> What's <is> my <laughs> fucking problem? <laughs> Art? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm glad you went more into the... Uh, the the art details and tips and tricks of the trade and techniques and it it and really helps. I, I've like, I've really wanted to kind of get into that sort of thing with my podcast too. I know we did that a little bit with uh, Fossil. By the way, listen yeah. to Fossil's episode if you want some really awesome tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lintu a little bit with Lintu also. But mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to kind of give some uh, tips out every episode. So may as well start with this one, right? <laughs> the the godforsaken long is... <laughs> we should... Disclaimer, at the uh, beginning of episode, uh, have snacks and a drink. Uh, yeah. Uh, pop some popcorn. Uh, go out to the refreshment booth. Get some uh, drinks and hot dogs or pretzels, you know. Let's and- all go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go hide now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to go hide? Oh, I sang. I, uh. I, uh. <laughs> uh. It's okay. Dead. I'm keeping it in. I'm so keeping it in. I'm not editing uh. that out. <laughs> <laughs> what the... Uh. Uh. Oh, Put well, that the in. Oh my god! Please, please make that like the the preview thing when you have the little like thirty second blip <laughs> that y'all normally do. Just like, yeah. oh, for like thirty minutes <laughs> or thirty seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> well, now I gotta do it. I know. I'm gonna be <laughs> laughing. I'm just gonna be like, God damn it. <laughs> um, cool. Well, but yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, listeners, that I've like, dragged on and on. <laughs> no, it's no problem, Luna. So, <laughs> I obviously can't talk for I, shit today I, for I some least, reason. I at least hope it wasn't as bad as, like, ice ice cream cake. Ice cream cake! Ice cream cake! And, like, <laughs> laughing the whole time and... <laughs> It was a little bit more professional. It, it was a little more professional <laughs> until the end here. Well, yeah. we, we've gotten to uh, the end of our episode now. <laughs> that one question episode. <laughs> I think it's probably the only podcast out there that had one question in an interview that took the entire episode to answer. But <laughs> thank you for sticking with it if you're still here. <laughs> or if you're, just tuni- if you're just tuning in, uh, this is Portscast. Uh, welcome to the end of the episode. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Portscast, on Furfinity at Portscast, or on Portscast.com, which is our blog. You can see all of the links that Luna talked about there uh, when this is posted. And we'll ta- have the details for her fursuit discount. And of course, you can find Luna, Luna at Luna Starbright oh. <laughs> at Furfinity. That's Luna mm-hmm. Dash Starbright, spelled S T A R B R I. It's the title. It's the title of the damn episode. <laughs> so yeah, uh, check her out there. 
uh, at Twitter at uh, Miss underscore Luna underscore S. Mm-hmm. And uh, anywhere else you want to plug? I, I have a Tumblr, which I believe is Luna dash Starbright or or it may just be all together like Luna Starbright. Um, mm-hmm. But odds are you can just Google it. Um, that or if you're the kind of person that likes playing treasure hunting, I play this game where I link to all my other sites through other sites. So if you want to find out about my Tumblr, you'll have to start somewhere else and work your way through and try <laughs> and find me. But but you can just Google Luna Starbright Tumblr and it'll probably be me. So mm-hmm. um, other than that, I do have a DeviantArt, which I rarely update, which I need to get back on. Uh, that I try to do more professional stuff on my DeviantArt, even though it, DeviantArt isn't what it used to be. And Well, it may have never been what it used to be, but DeviantArt <laughs> is Luna-Starbright. Um, and uh, as far as my um, cosplay group, uh, you can uh, look up Second Strike Cosplay at um, Facebook. You can also... Trying to find it. There we go. Uh, Twitter is S Strike Cosplay, all one word. And our Tumblr is Second Strike Cosplay, all one word. And uh, we're hoping to make more updates there and also try and look into getting some professional photos posted of our upcoming cosplays. Awesome sauce. All right, and you can find me, Portsby, at Furfinity, DeviantArt, Twitter, Tumblr, anywhere under the name Portsby. And with that, I uh, bid you adieu. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with a friend if you do so. And uh, bye. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>